0: You're listening to the No Life Skills Podcast with your host, Ashlyn.
1: My advice for other sex workers don't do what I did.
0: Giving you an inside look at the fascinating world of sex work.
1: Yeah, a little bit awkward, but uh, informational, I guess.
0: Connect with other professionals and allies of the industry.
1: I was like, wow, this is easy money.
0: Now, join the conversation while we share inspiring stories on the No Life Skills Podcast.
1: Okay, well, hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of No Life Skills. I'm here with my client, Tom. He's a 19-year-old university student, and he actually had his first-ever sexual experience with me and since then has seen a few other escorts. Tom has autism. So, Tom, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us about the kind of autism that you have?
0: Oh, sure, I guess, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm yeah, I'm Tom. I'm 19, and I like I'm a university student, but I uh, I do have autism. I have Asperger's specific. It's a form of high functioning autism. Um, it's kind of difficult to explain, but I just I process things very differently, and it's very hard for me to pick up social cues and just function socially. But it's not a it wouldn't be a, a mental deficiency in any way. Mm-hmm. Actually, more of an enhancement.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: I t- yeah.
1: So, what kind of things in social situations do you struggle with?
0: Oh, just. Uh, signals completely like um, nonverbal signals mm-hmm. specifically that's uh, like a big fucky part uh looking people in the eye specifically i can't do that either mm-hmm. unless i'm paying them <laughs> uh, and um i suppose it's just um discomfort general discomfort
1: yeah and you have a hard time picking up on my sarcasm too right
0: yeah yeah no i can i can give out sarcasm but i can't fucking understand it unless <laughs> i try really hard it's I, the way i put it is like my brain's something like your brain is always automatic it's always in taking uh, signals and just taking them in, understanding mm-hmm. them quickly. To understand signals like that, I have to put my brain on like manual mode and I have to focus really hard and it fucks up a lot of stuff. So
1: And so what, so you? I know you're very smart, so. I'd hope. <laughs> so I guess that's part of the Asperger's, right? Like you have yes. a very high IQ.
0: It's more like your just brain goes really fast. Like you've taken a lot of information, you retain a lot of information. You talk really fast, which is why I talk really fast. <laughs> it's um, it's a blessing and a curse sometimes, but at least it actually has a blessing. Unlike some uh, ASD,
1: that's true. That's true. Cool. So, what are some of your interests, or what are you taking in school?
0: Oh, I'm a, I'm transferring to political science. Uh, I'm just deeply interested in social issues, like economics. I'm working to become a humanitarian aid worker. That's so cool. Can, yeah, it'd be good to help out, like do some actual good
1: yeah so you would like to see some good done in the world that's what drove you to pursue something like that
0: yeah actually it sounds like idealistic bullshit but yeah i guess
1: (laughs) i think it's nice (laughs) i mean it's
0: it's hard to be a cynic sometimes you just want to try something new
1: it's true it's true so what are your other interests outside of political studies
0: i love history if women's an interest then it's women and um, (laughs) i collect books mostly I cool for like 400
1: so like history books that's your thing
0: <laughs> no anything any book okay it's, it's like it's a if i get a book i i've read only like 25 percent of my collection i mostly just look at the covers and feel satisfied with myself
1: well there you go i mean as long as people think you're reading 400 books yeah it's as, all long as people
0: think that all for show yeah of course like just fucking superficial nonsense it's great <laughs> People you know, come into my room, think, "Oh, look at this guy! I've read fucking like only like twenty of them."
1: Well, you'll get to the rest, right?
0: Uh, maybe, maybe.
1: I mean, if you haven't this year in COVID boredom, then maybe not. But hey, <laughs> I,
0: I, I, in the la- in the past month, I've listened to four books. So that's
1: okay, less. so what's the best book that you've listened to recently?
0: Oh shit! From uh, mm-hmm. prob- probably *Pet Sematary* Pet by Stephen C- King. Oh, I'd always skipped over it my entire like life because I thought it was some goosebumps nonsense, but it was. It's actually just really sad.
1: Okay, so would you recommend that book or no?
0: <laughs> I, I, if you're not feeling good, I, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you're like in the mood for a, a downer and depressing story that's gonna just make you sad, go for it. All
1: if right. Just- so if I need like a good cry, I should read. If Pet you need Cemetery. a good cry, yes. Like, okay. Noted.
0: <laughs> either or not, just check your block text. I don't know.
1: Oh God! I just look on my work phone, and then I become <laughs> sad. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine so how did you find out about escorts and sex work
0: the concept of it or you or like the, the concept
1: co- in general that we that escorts were even a thing to be found in the first place some people don't even know that escorts like really exist in this way you know
0: Probably fucking when i was oh yeah i know i was eight years old i played gt4 at the friend's house
1: oh yeah where they kill hookers <laughs>
0: yeah no that's yeah no, that's that's not even a joke that's where i, no, run I know hookers.
1: Okay, so you're like, okay, there's hookers in GTA, so maybe there's hookers in Edmonton.
0: Yeah, maybe. I I didn't think about Edmonton, I just thought about the world. Like, I thought I lived in a very safe, uh, very wholesome environment. Oh, Tom, no, no, no. (laughs) But no, no, it's Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. It's pretty good. Oh, there's hookers
1: everywhere, so.
0: Yeah, I've realized that. It's really. (laughs) So did you just do like a Google about it then? I searched up Escorts Canada, Escorts Edmonton, Mm -hmm. Leo List. Mm-hmm. Oh this site looks okay. Some of it looks really sketchy, some of it looks okay. Yeah. Oh, some of these people have websites. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an actual website with Twitters attached to it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's basically the process. Then so I you'd... found CIF.
1: Right, right, CAF. Cool. So when so you
0: found me on Leo right? No, I found you through someone's Twitter.
1: Oh, right, right. Okay. Okay. So someone's
0: re- retweeting your Jokes or whatever, I forgot which one it was. My though.
1: jokes, perfect. I love when they do that for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the best free policy I think you got.
1: It's true. Boost my ego too at the same time, right? Okay. <laughs> so when you came across me, so so when you were looking for escorts, were you just curious or you knew that you wanted to hire somebody?
0: Well, I first started like looking into it like a year ago, but like I still hadn't had enough like drive to do it. Because mm-hmm. I was still in, like a, I suppose, an immature mindset because I was 18 years old, I just turned 18.
1: That's true. Yeah. A lot of people are immature when they're 18. Let me tell you. Myself I actually, included.
0: I think it's the vast majority. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, but like a lot of stuff happened over 2020 that made me just like, fuck it. Let's just do it. And That's I'm right. Glad I did it.
1: Yeah. I'm glad too. Uh, so when you came across me, what made you, cause I guess you lost your virginity to me. I'm very honored. So when you came across, when you came across me, my jokes, you were like, that's the one.
0: Okay. So you were, as I think I told you like. I tried the schedules to, like, other people. It just didn't work out because oh, I have-
1: so I was not your first choice, is what you're saying. You, what do you mean? You already know this. <laughs> I I've know, told- but, but the listeners don't know, Tom. That's why we got to go over everything again. Okay,
0: yes, you were my <laughs> second choice. But I'm happy to say that you were my first now. I'm, okay. In hindsight, I'm proud
1: okay good that i feel better now (laughs) what about let's say the other girl or me what made you think that we were good choices for your first experience sexual experience because you hadn't kissed anybody before right like nothing
0: no not Mm -hmm. really yeah yeah i've dated some before but i fucking haven't kissed anyone yeah that was the thing
1: yeah whatever everyone moves at their own pace
0: that's one way to put it but (laughs) um i guess i suppose like I know most people go for your humor, but it's just like you just seem like first off like the most professional person I could find. Like I, I know notwithstanding your like Twitter and the shit you post on there, but you did seem <laughs> professional. Your website,
1: thank you. Thank you. It.
0: Your all your prices, your services are all laid out. That, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know said how good that is.
1: Yes, like, very straightforward.
0: Yes, and maybe we we'll talk about this like in a little bit, but like the thing with autism is I appreciate honesty so much. Just like mm-hmm. not even just honesty about like a person, but like just straightforwardness
1: and like knowing what to expect
0: yes i love that like during the session not so much but before i'm going into it yes Mm -hmm. that's like one of the most important things is i don't like sometimes it's exhilarating not know what you're gonna get but for your first (laughs) time yeah i'd like to know what i'm gonna get
1: yeah yeah that's sure that's for sure so i guess was there anything that helped you to feel safe to reach out to me so my website my twitter presence anything else
0: you just said it there like your website and your twitter presence mm-hmm. that were, like your views like there were so many ways i could have verified you and there was i have verified all of them i went through mm-hmm. every single one there was about four ways i could have done it and it was great like i verified the phone number made sure it yep. was good verified <laughs> your reviews verified your twitter verified just the ad the pictures reverse image search it was everything was good
1: that's awesome so it sounds like you just did your research right from the get-go and oh you mean like
0: a person should do <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you know, I think you know that that doesn't happen all the time. A
0: lot of guys don't do their research. So the the fact that I've gotten a text of somebody asking about a different sex worker just puts in the perspective how many texts you probably get of people asking, when are you available? Of course, the spelling's not correct either.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not even English half the time. I swear, I'm just like, what are these people saying to me? I, I,
0: just, I can't, I can't understand that. I,
1: just can't. I know, I know. So I guess I want to ask, like, why did you choose to see an escort for your first time over other means? You know, like Tinder. I think you told me you're on
0: Tinder, and I, no, I think it's, I've I never really try to go at Tinder because I just it's not in my nature. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's a bit of a thing, like, with, like, um, escorts and value, I think uh, the crux of the issue is I don't need to demonstrate my value apart from my money. Like, mm-hmm. I think through every, everybody's lives, you have a constant need to demonstrate value, especially, like, for, I guess, sexual relationships or just relationships in general. You're constantly demonstrating value, demonstrating value. And it's just, after a while, it gets tiring. Sometimes you just want to, like, sometimes
1: something. Yeah, you just want to fuck with no strings yes. attached. You don't want me to bother you after and be on your way you know here's the, but
0: some people see that as soulless but like the session wasn't soulless it's just yeah it's no strings that's it's easy it, and sex should be easy relationships should be hard but sex should be easy because that's what it needs it and mm-hmm. choosing in that score it's i don't need to i don't need to lie about myself my personalities i pers- i've a i've talked with many friends and like especially the ones i've dated the most women they are more comfortable with hiding themselves i think Mm -hmm. or like their interests like what they actually think Mm -hmm. and i the more the more matures like many of my friends get the less the less that becomes more apparent but like for a lot of young people there's a need to lie about yourself so you can attract people yeah and i think specifically with me and the trouble i've always had my entire life like uh, apart from the fact that like (laughs) i was overweight in high school and shit like that and i've only Uh just now worked on my like self Uh well you know you've seen me i've told you that
1: I know, I know, but the listeners don't know. And I like hearing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, it's just like, again, like there's no need to demonstrate value. I don't have to lie. Because with autism either, I can't really do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, so you just, it, to me, what I think I hear you saying is that if you were to go about finding someone to sleep with you on Tinder, you would, you think that you would have to put up a facade kind of, and that's just hard for you to do. Right. And you don't, you have no interest in that.
0: Yeah, nearly impossible. Like it was it would kill my boner instantly it's just like Mm -hmm. it's it's i would i wouldn't bother i'd get pissed off just like doing it
1: yeah so yeah this is just a more straightforward way to get things done to meet that need
0: yeah and tinder is as a whole is a self-esteem dump oh totally it's totally toxic it's like uh people like uh, people who only live on tinder like live by the the rule that like 20 percent of women go for no, no. 80% of women go for the top 20% of the guys. And that's yep. not real in real life. Like, in real life, like, outside of Tinder, mm-hmm. that's unreal because everybody's having sex, of course. Yeah. But on Tinder, that's actually true.
1: No, for real. Well, it's hard to, like, for me, it's hard to gauge profiles because I meet guys through work or through mm-hmm. other means, like, and I meet them in real life. And I just think to myself, oh, well, like, what a great guy. But honestly, if I saw them on Tinder, I wouldn't, I wouldn't swipe right. I would probably swipe left. Um, but like if I met them in person, I would think, oh, I would give this guy a chance, but it's just yeah. too bad because the way people come off on profiles, it's very, yeah, it's just superficial. and it's
0: superficial. Yes. Mm-hmm, totally. It's a marketplace and it's, especially for like my generation, it's, I don't know, It either you don't use it or you use it and you turn into a wreck and you don't use <laughs> it and you think you should be using it because you want like companionship.
1: Oh man. And then it's just the toxic cycle. I mean, for me, I'm yes. just get banned, but you know, people, there's so many people they go on, they get off, they go on yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. So lucky. you think I, i'm lucky <laughs> i think so the fact that like you don't have to deal with that
1: i know but i was putting myself through that for so long but I'm, i've am i given up now i'm like you know i need a break i'm exhausted too it's too it's too hard it's too hard i you just pay me you know that's it yes
0: <laughs> uh, it's just it's so much more simple and that's how it should be simple
1: it's true and, it's true so you value simplicity
0: yes i do and mm-hmm. like the honesty about it and i find that a lot of people like get wary about like because they think oh but like escorting that's fake that's like oh that's not real that's like a person doesn't give a shit about you like and i'm just i like, mean
1: i do give a shit about people but i just don't want to talk to them after <laughs>
0: yeah, here's the, here, yeah no here's the thing like um i've like uh, escorts have shown me much more kindness than a lot of people i know yeah and it's thing it's because you it's you have to take a medium like with tinder do you want to get into relationship with the person you fuck on tinder
1: I no, mean, really? maybe some people do, but uh, okay, not you. But,
0: but I, that's playing with fire, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, there's lots of people that are clear with their intentions on Tinder and other dating apps that they are looking for a relationship, but there's a lot of people that aren't for sure. Really? They're not clear, or they're, or they're clear in the fact that they just want to hook up. You
0: know, oh, Where are you seeing these people at?
1: Oh, I, I know friends. I know people that have like met on Tinder and like dated and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's, I don't know.
0: Maybe it's not to- always common, but. I, I guess in just the my experiences with my friends, it's been a bit more, yeah.
1: Well, when you're that age, you're just trying to put your dick in as many things as possible, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I know. I know. So. It's, just, uh, it's I don't know. it just, I it's temporary companionship. And I think that's what it should be always advertised as. It's good when it's happening. And mm-hmm. afterwards, you can just leave and go home and just fucking do what you want.
1: Exactly. No headaches. No nagging. It's perfect. Yeah. See, I feel like, Oh, I was going to say, see, you figured this out at such a young age. It's very valuable to figure this out because <laughs> some guys don't don't figure it out until much later. I
0: don't I just I don't get how people just don't get it. Like it relationships. like I, I've, I think I guess since I've already been through the experience of staying in a very bad relationship for the proposition of sex, you know, mm, mm-hmm. like and um, I think that's a lot of people like they stick with a lot of stuff just because they want sex when it's not really just it's a bad relationship.
1: Oh, that's totally true. And I think that happens so much, especially people your age, y- young people. Yeah.
0: Like, relationships should be, like, uncommon. Like, and like not difficult, but, like, like uncommon. They shouldn't be, like, you're throwing them out there. But Yeah. Um,
1: well, because people date just to date as well. Uh-huh. Like, they, they're not actually looking for somebody who's right for them. They just don't want to be alone. They just yeah, want to fill the
0: void. They like having a girlfriend. Yep. Or yep. Boyfriend. It's just, And it makes me just... Sad because it shows, I guess, the lack of self esteem.
1: No, it's true, totally, and just, and then the lack of self esteem is also due to like the option, all the options on the dating apps, and so it's it's all connected, you know.
0: <laughs> yes, like <laughs> it, it puts guys into that. What's what's that thing called? It's called the the goddess whore complex. I think Rafford said. You oh, the think, m- the Madonna whore complex. I, th- I think, yeah, uh, like um, it's probably the same thing. It's like we're all guys think either women are goddesses or, but if they don't love them, then they're whores. Mm, and I mm-hmm. think. I, can, I think parallel with women. They, I don't know what the term is, but like, I guess using more modern terminology, like for my generation, an incel simp uh, <laughs> complex.
1: <laughs> Could you explain or, to the people what an incel is and what a simp is? Because okay, these, these people listening are a little bit older than us, so we got to explain it. Of course,
0: of course. Um, <laughs> I guess incel means involuntary celibate. It means a person who just values sex over everything else. To the point like that, they and they like,
1: hate women. They're all over Reddit. You guys can uh-huh. Google it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it, it's actually an interesting case. It's probably it's built like Tinder causes incels generally because it's a uh, feeding into that self esteem loop.
1: Well, yeah, and they just they don't see women as people. They think like uh-huh. all women deserve to be like assaulted. Like that's uh-huh. what I've seen on these and incel it's, forums. It's sad, but well, and in contrast, what what is a simp?
0: <laughs> it's a person who puts a in a way like puts uh, another person's value above their own to the point where it's ridiculous i think like
1: Like a pushover kind of or
0: yes it's like uh, i've heard i've had arguments with people over the origin of the term but my understanding of the term is it's an acronym for suckers idolizing mediocre pussy
1: (gasps) oh my god i've never heard that that's so funny (laughs) it's
0: it's, it's pretty like it's pretty
1: is that really what it is or
0: that's what i've heard that's what i've heard like so i've had arguments with people over this concept oh my um, god so I, I've seen some girls, like, especially on Tinder, see either guys are, that are, like, are just there to, like, give them stuff. Uh-huh. Or they obviously hate women, of course, if they don't love me.
1: Mm-hmm. And totally.
0: That, and I think it's just – it's a problem with, like, online dating.
1: Amen. You know, the best online dating websites are th- the ads for escorts.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, even, like – and, like, people, like, if they don't do online dating, instead of going to escorts, they go to, like, porn. Or, like um, – or they, like, buy porn and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's still – It's still feeding into a bad loop because you're not getting that physical intimacy that we all need.
1: That's true. So, I guess this segues into my next question. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of my understanding is that people with autism often experience a lack of connection and touch in a safe environment. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I suppose. Like, if I'm to elaborate on that, Mm -hmm. it's, I guess, like um, with touch specifically, it's. It's always been weird. I, I, like, when I reach out to touch somebody, it's perfect for me. It's uncomfortable. But when somebody randomly touches, it can be uncomfortable and it can even hurt.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And
0: it's a strange like, thing, but it can like, make me seize up. But here's the thing. like Implicitly, you still want to be touched and you can be It's just your mm-hmm. body is to it. The thing with autism is um, you kind of feel uncomfortable in your own skin every day. Mm-hmm. it's weird it feels like you're wearing a skin suit, if that's the- is
1: that like a sensory thing yes okay yeah
0: i feel like it's 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 hard to explain to a person who doesn't have it but mm-hmm. it's like it's like you're feeling everything in your body all at once
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay and, and when someone touches you it gets scary because like i don't know this person's intentions and like even though i want that physical connection it's just difficult mm-hmm. because i don't know their intention and i need to prove my value to them mm. or i don't want them to see my value going down
1: i see so for example if someone who was maybe like an acquaintance or you didn't know very well like hugged you would that be like very uncomfortable for you
0: thing is for most people thought to me yes and for mm-hmm. me to an extent it's just i personally like i like that kind of like attitude mm-hmm. where like a random person like um, a random person just does that shit that makes me like have hope in humanity honestly <laughs> i like it like okay. so it's like half and half. i mm-hmm. actually get more uncomfortable and like my family members touch me and stuff like that
1: yeah you're saying that so when people close to you go like want to connect with you physically that makes you more uncomfortable
0: i suppose yes okay so okay people who i'm really close with like people like not family members like family member close i mean like person i like am really just like i've i can do that with like really close friends of mine like only, like two close friends i know mm-hmm. that could touch me i'd be comfortable and okay. people like don't know at all if they touch me i'm kind of fine mm-hmm. but like once we get to the acquaintance up the family range, then that's when like, because first off, then there's an obligation that I have to know this person, ah. and secondly, I don't know this person completely.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. That's interesting. I've never heard that before.
0: Hmm. Thing like with like in sex work and like seeing an escort is there again is no obligation to yep. uh, prove value. I don't like
1: you already got your money
0: (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah that's the thing it's just simple and um i suppose like it's it sounds to me but like i don't have to like appease you i guess like i of course i want to be kind good a good client but like i don't need to appease and it's just like with that i guess it's i can be myself because i'm not under that expectation of uh being someone that i'm not
1: exactly totally that's what i want everyone to feel when they're seeing me or any other escort that yeah they can just be themselves like chill out i'm i don't have expectations other than don't be a dickhead you know Yeah,
0: no it's surprising to me like the rapport of gained, like in the short time i've been seeing people like like the, and it's like the fact that i'm actually like even on the show right now just shows like <laughs> the fact that like like allowing myself to be myself in the like situations like that absolutely increased confidence it's not like a magical thing it's more just it's just easier when you're not uh having to impress somebody
1: yeah and like that kind of stuff it's like something you practice almost you know confidence doesn't come overnight, mm-hmm. is putting yourself in those situations where you can gain a little bit, bit by bit. uh uh-huh. Yeah. So what would you say the value of companionship with an escort, who you see in a safe environment, you know, someone that you've done your research on that you know isn't going to rip you off. Uh-huh. What is the value of that to you?
0: Well, the value of someone that will give you physical intimacy without judgment. It's, yep. It's, I don't know, it speaks to something, <laughs> this is going to sound like very <laughs> abstract, but like evolutionary, it's like feeds into our animal brains
1: mm-hmm. like it makes you happy yes
0: and I, I again like i go to the thing like you have some guys who have like that savior complex like oh go yeah. in, like oh so i'll take you out of this fucking thing. <laughs> let and, me like, save or, you yes or like some guys that want to date their escorts and stuff like oh, that yeah but but like that's like way too far it's like because you're going past the obligation that you don't have to call the person ever again mm-hmm. you go past like the fact that it's an appointment not a
1: it's a lack of boundaries yeah. on their end uh-huh uh-huh
0: mm-hmm. but the thing is that doesn't mean there can't be intimacy because I think yeah. sex without intimacy is completely like I've um, I've met people that have said like, oh, sex is just sex. They don't need intimacy, but that must be some really bad sex.
1: Well, it's like for me, my personal experience with that, like I, I hear what you're saying, I think. But for me, I find having sex with strangers uh, easy. So oh. se- sex for me is easy and intimacy is hard. So intimacy for me, not that I'm not intimate with my clients, but it's like like, a deeper, yes. I don't know, like, a deeper connection with, like, people that aren't my clients. That's what I find difficult. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> you know? I'm not saying that, like, mm-hmm. every time it's intimate. Every time. No. You, yeah. Th- that's the thing. You build upon it with uh, a good rapport with your uh, of your clients.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally.
0: Like, um, it's like when you go to a therapy session, like, the first session is always kind of awkward. It's kind of, it's like, mechanical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then by, like, the 10th time you're talking, like, old friends. And it's just, Go like that.
1: Yeah, it builds. It builds. Yeah, Uh and so yeah, totally. I totally hear that. So I know in some countries, I don't know where I forget where, but for example, there's like they have medical insurance in certain places that in the Netherlands. So people, the government will pay, I guess, disabled people right to see sex workers
0: i just to expand upon that you could uh in another Netherlands specifically for disabled people you could spend mm. a portion of your income on like your disability check on escorts it was your choice
1: oh okay okay so and that's obviously not really something here in canada that, no. <laughs> that they um give give people so what, what do you think about that do you think that's something that more and more countries should do like because oh, like you course. said like everyone needs touch and intimacy and connection in this way and it's hard for people who aren't
0: neurotypical i don't even think just neuro, like neurotypical, like non-neurotypical people yeah. i mean typical people should also like have easy sex like that's true it's it should be safe easy there's when i think in my mind of why like escort services aren't even legalized and like i know in canada they have the law where like you can't be like uh prosecuted for uh, selling but uh it still has a long way to go i believe because yes it's, and i see no reason for it the
1: Yeah, it's uh, the the basis behind the laws currently in Canada, what it is, it's legal to sell sex, but it's illegal to purchase sex. And the basis of this, it says this on Bill C-36, is that they want to lessen the demand for prostitution. But guess what? It's not going anywhere. It's not lessening anything. Yeah, and that's what these old white people, old white men need to understand.
0: If they're pushing it away from prostitution, they're going to push it more into like parasocial relationships with like... uh... I guess like we've mentioned, OnlyFans and stuff like that, and the uh, or sure.
1: or they push it further underground and make it more unsafe for yes, for people exactly. doing in person sex work. That's mm-hmm. what happens when things are criminalized. Oh, it yes, just makes course. it more unsafe. And yes, you're you're correct pushing it into other avenues. But yeah, for the most part, people are still gonna take dicks for money. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if it's legal, illegal. Like look at the states. There's escorts everywhere, but it just pushes it away.
0: If it's illegal, it can be exploited.
1: That's true that's
0: mm. i've i've read somewhere like that like specifically online services like with you guys like you're like a small owned business like you're mm-hmm. self-owned like yep. uh you aren't like really like targeted by police more often than not. no 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 it's, it's mostly it's mostly ignored i'm sure
1: yeah like i mean and in canada it's legal like most cities have licensing requirements and stuff like there's no reason oh uh, the spa oh yeah like, yeah but even even i have an escorting license like you know it's um yeah like it's regulated slightly like you need to go get a police background check every year to renew your license so they know who's working and who's not
0: and to a point i think that's a good like it's i personally i think uh in my limited like experience that brothels and such are not as good as compared to cell phone business like uh like what you do
1: i think well they they were actually considering shutting down all the legal brothels in edmonton and i went to a city council meeting uh i guess I don't know, in the fall, but, or I guess before COVID happened, you know, if, if the brothels shut down, these women uh, in these brothels are still going to find a way to Uh work. It's not going to make them get another job. And Uh my experience has been a lot of the women working in studios, not all, but a lot of them don't really know what they're doing. They need a safe environment Uh to work in. And if they were to be like that taken away from them, they would find unsafe ways to work otherwise. So I think it's better to have the brothels and oh, have was, that option for
0: women. I wasn't speaking of shutting them down specifically. Yeah, yeah. I was speaking. I was speaking more to like in a country like Germany, where like these brothels are these big mega corporations <laughs> yeah. to the point where it's quite exploiting, honestly. Like looking at the prices, looking at like the just the ways like the girls are treated. I think and the way. Oh yeah.
1: Well, and that that happens in Canada too. Like, there's definitely exploitation happening in the brothels for sure.
0: That's why regulation should be happening like specifically from government oversight
1: the, you know there's some oversight but there's not enough because the government doesn't want to admit that they know that s- sex is being sold in those places that's why it's, c- it's kind of a legal gray area so it's tricky
0: it's tricky but
1: that's pretty much the conclusion i come to when talking about sex work and laws it's tricky
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no simple answer
1: all right so Did the experience of losing your virginity live up to your expectations? Yes. Okay. And how did you feel afterwards? Do you think it was as big of a deal as a lot of people often
0: make out to be? Yeah, the thing is, like, my expectation was that it's like, I think, I remember telling you this, it was, Mm -hmm. it's... Two meatbags smashing into each other. It's <laughs> yep. just simply like that. But and to me, like foreplay definitely feels better than the actual act itself, to uh-huh.
1: me. Okay, okay. Beforehand, you know, young guys, you're a young guy, you think about losing your virginity. What what kind of meaning did you, have you ascribed to the virginity? Because I think we both know virginity is oh, a social construct. Yes.
0: I had a uh, a friend group for like at least a year that like valued sex above all else, and like the fact that you were mm-hmm. originally made a mockery of. It would be constant. And I always thought, like, why do I care so much about this? Because mm-hmm. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I um, started seeing you, like, I started, like, looking into you after I left that friend group. Because mm-hmm. there's an expectation for virginity and, like, manliness. And,
1: yes. Toxic. Toxic masculinity.
0: It, it, it is, like, yeah, there's a sense of toxic masculinity. But the thing is, it was mostly actually um, girls telling me this. Like, girls in this group, this one. Hmm. Like, because, uh, it's again, it's mostly the self-esteem, like. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to place yourself above people that haven't lost their virginity yet,
1: right? You think other people do that or you did that? No,
0: other people do that, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you lose a virginity, you can hold that over somebody else. But, like, the thing is the people who actually, like, have good self-esteem that lose their virginity in the correct way, like, not not to say there's a correct way, but, like, in a, a way that they feel good about. Yeah. They don't need to do that because mm-hmm. they don't need to ascribe that to themselves. They don't need to reinforce that they are better than someone else. Mm-hmm. I guess the one reason, like, I wanted, like, me losing my virginity to be just very simple is because I used to have a friend who, like, flew ac- across the country to lose his virginity to his longtime girlfriend. Yeah. And she Like, I think I told you about this. Yeah. She broke up with him, like, for some very s- surface-level reasons, like, a, a week later.
1: Oh, and the God. thing is, like,
0: I—it's so sad because he was so young mm-hmm. and— fact that he's gonna have to live with that well I shit happens <laughs> shit does happen yeah yeah. and these are one these are some of the people that ascribe sex the most value so i think it's at it, it, you asked how i felt after losing it like yeah I was felt, it was
1: it like a relief it anything? was a
0: relief mm-hmm. I, I believe what you said was there the expectation was gone and it yep. was gone off my head. uh people expect like oh it's like especially like insult guys so they expect mm-hmm. life change it's gonna life change your life yeah no but it doesn't feel like nothing either it feels like you just like you feel a bit more secure with yourself.
1: Yeah, you're like, okay, that was, you know, that wasn't that big of a deal, right?
0: Because now, when I talk to like people I've actually have interest in, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have the back, like that gnawing thought in the back of your brain is, if you can keep this up long enough, you can have sex. That's mm-hmm. not there anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not there. Like the horniness is all <laughs> concentrated into sex work. So now I can actually like, you have, have an my, outlet. Yes, I have an outlet, and now I can put all my sane energy, like into ah. actual like, relationships, into where they belong.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. What was something that surprised you or that was unexpected when you started seeing sex workers?
0: How magnanimous they were when you showed them a bit of just kindness, like a bit. <laughs> it's of very like just,
1: simple, yeah. Yes, honestly,
0: i like for all prescriptive like new clients, if you just do the bare minimum,
1: like oh a, my god, you're yeah. gonna
0: get treated like a god,
1: man. Like how it's laid out on our websites, hint hint, just follow the directions, man. I'm very happy. i It doesn't take much to please me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not hard for real
0: i can't go into the specifics but i can just say like so, some workers have like gone above and beyond for me like that bled into their off hours uh-huh. to the point of being kind to me because i was kind to them
1: yeah like imagine that and men don't expect that don't expect that from everybody
0: that's why i'm not like mentioning anything specific don't yeah. expect anything but like that's what i'm saying like it's it's not that like you get or anything like that i'm just saying like, yeah if you like are kind you be treated kindly back yeah, If it's a good provider. If not, then you just yeah. go. If, it's,
1: if you've done your research, picked a good provider who has a history on the internets and reviews and whatever, and you like their vibe, if you're nice to them, nine times out of ten or more, they're going to be nice to you and you'll have a good experience.
0: Because if, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. nine out of ten of the texts you get are bullshit.
1: Oh, probably more than that. Yeah, it's all bullshit. And like, I I make things very clear for a reason, just for simplicity's sake. And so I know who's serious and who's not. So if someone texts me like, how are you available? I know they didn't read my ad. They didn't read my website. I know that they're like, they don't care that much to make a good first impression. So, and it's like those people I probably wouldn't get along with in person.
0: So there's no loss.
1: Yeah, it's like, whatever. And like, I'm at the point in my career where I have enough clientele that I can be, pickier about who I see and I can ignore those texts. I know that not everybody has the luxury to do that and they have to like see the guys that don't know how to read and make shitty inquiries, you know, like, so I know that I'm lucky and not everyone's in my, in my position, but I mean, but that's what you get when you're in this business for years. Hopefully if, You're a nice person and a good provider and give good service. Then people hopefully will want to come back and then you build up clientele and then it gets it gets better the longer I'm in the business. So
0: building upon that, I think it goes the opposite way as well. Like if you if you put in like the effort as a client and the provider, like as for example gives you a text that's just like one or two words that are just it's just not you are i feel like <laughs> it don't yeah. be afraid to say like i want to go to someone else now because yeah like they're not like i put in the effort this person's because it's a dual effort like yeah. you have to put in both
1: efforts totally totally uh, yeah if you don't like the vibe of the escort you're texting when you finally do reach out if something seems off just don't see that person like yes. i don't know go with your gut
0: i have that problem where it's like if i that's why, like, I uh, specifically need, like, uh, all the stuff later on the website. Because if mm-hmm. I, like, end up texting somebody, then I'm already putting in my, like, it's an autistic thing. Like, i already <laughs> put in my mind, in the, my m- mental schedule that I'm going through with this no matter what. Yes,
1: yes, you've committed. You've already, you've yes. made up the plan. The plan does not change.
0: Because <laughs> I fucking hate texting so much. Like, <laughs> even, like, texting you, it's just, like, you're not, <laughs> you're a, like, you're a good texter. I just can't do it. Because, <laughs> like, I have to, like, I have to confirm everything. I have to, like... I, When you texted me, like you're sending me the email, I had to stop myself from saying okay. (laughs) I don't need to say okay.
1: Oh, God, you didn't have to text me back. It's all good. I just want to make sure you're alive and ready to go.
0: Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) I'm fucking on a lot of coffee right now. I'm good.
1: Good, good. You're high as hell on caffeine. That's what I like to hear.
0: (laughs) Okay. If I wasn't high as hell on caffeine, I'd be comatose right now.
1: me too honestly so (laughs) i understand uh so yeah i guess that's that's great advice for anybody looking to hire a sex worker so would you have any advice for maybe other people with autism when they're looking to hire a sex worker for the first time because i've met many many people with autism during my years of doing this
0: surprising Mm -hmm. okay for like it's kind of hard to like do this like holistically like because autism is very different for most people like, yes but if i'm going to say something like this it's more let your don't be afraid to let your guard down completely because like i also would like would have like advice for like the sex worker of course Like,
1: yes that's going to be my next question oh, yeah, or okay. later okay. later so
0: okay I go. oh, so I'm, what's
1: what's I'm one what do you look for when choosing an escort
0: oh okay thank you um, thank you <laughs> it's um for a person with like autism do your research do your fucking research use the big head Use the research. Like, little head for later big head for i early. tell
1: everybody that autism yes. or not
0: <laughs> yeah no thing is are you already autistic so you're gonna be fine when like you're researching you already love that shit so yes. just do it like, <laughs> that's okay, so if cute if if you're unsure about getting duped then just go on like half just go on half.
1: If, if you think you're gonna get duped you're probably gonna get duped okay yeah
0: that's, if you're like okay it's It's honestly not that hard. Like it's really not. If
1: it looks too good to be true, it probably is, especially if you're on Leo list, okay? I tell everybody that. Like, come on.
0: (laughs) But if you do see a good deal, do your research because I actually I've been on Leo list and I've actually got really good deals. Like
1: Uh Oh, don't tell them you're a deal hunter now. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) I I I have never negotiated at a price. No, I know, I
1: know. I know you're not negotiating, but
0: (laughs) I'm saying like well like I don't get the stigma around that. Like, enlighten me, enlighten me, educate me. Like, I don't get what's the stigma around looking for, like, a good deal.
1: I think a lot of times in this business, you do get what you pay for. Oh, yes, of course. And that's not to say that the girls with lower prices sometimes don't offer good service. But I think a lot of times the girls who have lower rates, a lot of them are like a bait and switch or they don't care they're going to rob you but yeah if you do your research and someone does have a, a better price for you and they are a reputable provider and you can find evidence of that online then yeah that's no big deal oh
0: yeah i don't i don't like okay if you see a hundred dollars an hour don't fucking do it either yeah, it's either you're gonna get robbed mm-hmm. or i what i mean deal i mean more like like 260 an hour something like that like okay. um a discount like that's basically but you would
1: never ask for a discount so that's good no no yeah. no, no I, I, I I'm,
0: talk, I'm talking about ads i know like i know when someone says, like, oh, I'm having a special this day, if you look at that, that'd be good. Like, yeah. it's, I guess a person with autism would like the chase of it, like you're looking for someone. And no, I get mind that. Mind and mind that I think it.
1: that's a lot of the review board culture is, like, looking for the next deal and or the next, like, new girl who's maybe not on calf, maybe her rates are lower, um... But then a, a lot of times when I see people looking for intel on girls like that, I look at the ad and I immediately know that the pictures aren't real or they're going to get robbed. Or the oh, ad yeah. says party-friendly, which means they're doing drugs.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> So, yes. you know. <laughs> like, when I say, like, deal, I mean, like, okay. You got your research. You got the picture. or yes. Reverse image, search the picture. Check yes. the number. Check if she has, like, a website or Instagram or Twitter. If, the, if she has those things, you're probably good. Like, if yes. she has a Twitter, check CF for reviews. If she has, like, relatively good reviews and, like, even maybe one poor one to show that, like, not all of them are fake. Then, <laughs> that's true. I'll, I've always been scared of that. When I see, like, a bunch of, like, like only if I see three reviews and all of them are, like, from the same person, and they're good. I'm just like, hmm.
1: Oh, no. If they're all from the same person or if it's, like, a brand new account with zero yes, other honestly. posts, um, yeah, that's maybe fake.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. like, I tend to do, like, if you see, like, one, like, okay review, I think that's, like, the best sign.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. Vary. Yeah, that's true. And not everybody's going to get along with everybody. And you know, it sh- shit happens. So it might be an off day or maybe you guys just don't connect. But yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Okay, so yeah, so, like,
0: I guess my like, concise advice will be enjoy looking, enjoy, like, enjoy it. Because like, for me, I get a lot of satisfaction from looking at lists and like mm-hmm. listing it on my brain. Like, okay, I can choose this one. I can choose this one. I <laughs> like. I like that. I, like that. <laughs> and I, I can see it would be satisfying for people with autism. Level.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I think that's great advice for anybody. You know, just yeah. It's, to me, these things seem like common sense, but unfortunately, to uh, yeah, most no, people, I've, it's
0: not. I, I can't. <laughs>
1: right? Like, gosh. I thought
0: I was doing the, like, I thought it was like, oh, shit, like, oh, I'm not really good at this. I'm doing this. No. I realized, no, I'm actually pretty good. I'm like, I'm pretty good.
1: You're just a natural, a natural at seeing hookers, finding hookers. Oh. <laughs> no, for real. I think, no, because you just, I mean, it's just in your nature to, like, do those things anyways.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm, like, neurotic
1: no oh, i love it i love it so what are some of the things that you enjoy most about seeing escorts or are there some things that you haven't enjoyed
0: the thing i enjoy most about is meeting the new people honestly mm-hmm. like i um i have like again like i do have some people that i see pretty like like i'm seeing multiple times now mm-hmm. like, like, you, like you like right yeah but um i'm also like looking for a I i like seeing new people i like i kind of like rolling the dice on like a new girl like not like i don't mean like i don't mean like rolling the dice on like a really sketchy ad i mean yes. like a girl i just haven't seen before
1: yes okay good good to make that distinction <laughs>
0: yes. i realize i see some things and they sound really sketchy
1: well no because like guys do think like that they're like oh well, i'll take one for the team let's yeah, see if no, i get uh, robbed
0: yeah, yeah and i'm like, I mean, like yeah <laughs> I, I see a girl that like is i've confirmed through my research it's it's really exciting to like see someone new it's i really like that
1: yeah totally what about some things that you don't like
0: how some people text like this okay. is like I'm fucking pet people by like <laughs> it's just like if I'm trying to book in advance just say, just tell me like oh well, I don't do advanced bookings but like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll like or like can... okay so I've um some of the providers I've seen uh leave their phone off on some days and that's like fine for me because like I know they're not their phones not on that day but it's on that day so it's mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. but some girls will text back at random never check their phone and I'm just sitting there like, I I have work, I have school, <laughs> I need to fucking schedule this. Yes. And I'm not trying to be impatient, mm-hmm. but like, I've been waiting for 24 fucking hours. Oh, yes.
1: No, escorts are notoriously bad at answering texts. I think a lot of them, most of them, honestly. Very flaky, very bad texters. I would agree.
0: Like, okay, I, I get it. I'm not gonna be impatient after a few hours, but like, a day? No, I totally get it. it.
1: No, it's. I think it's very unprofessional, and I think like during even if you just have your phone on normal business hours, like whatever, or like you know a few hours here and there, like get back to somebody. Do you want their money or not? I don't understand why girls do that.
0: I I see it's like this girl posting ads. I see your post ads, post ads. I'm like, I just fucking texted you.
1: No, exactly, and they just and and I know how you communicate with people or with me at least, and like you are serious and not just saying hey, hey, babe. That's what I'm
0: saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not like. I, I understand if I was just like, "Hey, can I see you?" But yeah, I'm like, like
1: no, I, I ignore those texts too. But you're actually serious.
0: I know you are. I always text like, "My name is Tom. I'm 19. I'd like to see you on this day." Yeah, for like, and any additional info. And I like I've done that before, and I've gotten like the most either no, like from like specifically two people, the most dry response or the most driest texting response. Like god, <laughs> my grandmother, my grandmother <laughs> does do better, honestly. Like,
1: oh my god, your grandma should run these girls' phones. she fucking should maybe
0: they like maybe that's why they're like still on the list of like other pages because they haven't like got good reviews on cf because they never like Look at their phone. And,
1: you know, honestly, if they're that shitty at getting back to people, I mean, not to say that they are probably shitty providers, but they probably just don't care very much. Honestly, they probably don't care about making their clients happy either. If the texting is so low effort, they can't even answer their phone for three days at a time. Like, I don't know. That's just what I think. I think in this business, it is what you make of it. And if you treat it as a business and answer people in a timely manner and are professional, that's the best way to go about it. And if you're a flake and don't answer your phone, well, don't whine that you're not making any money.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. Like there are, re- I can like I can imagine there are very hard parts about being an escort, like like mm-hmm. the like having your income be like uncertain or like um having to deal with like a lot of weird people. But like mm-hmm. the booking part, like people like come to see you, that should be the easy part. You would, like, yeah. <laughs> you would think, yeah, you would think. <laughs> I, <would. laughs> they, I they did.
1: make it more difficult for themselves a lot of the time but i don't know it's just i do things differently i try and make it as easy as possible
0: <laughs> well that's why you're successful
1: that's true that's true yeah i try and make it very easy very simple for both ends you know like i don't i don't need to play tag with somebody for three days to make one booking like i just yeah. i'm not going to do it
0: i don't get people that don't put the rates okay i get like if you're like really expensive and you kind of want to drive people away but like nah. i've saw one person that says i don't put rates in because i want to have something to talk about with you and i'm like I don't why want to do talk to them. Are you kidding me? Why the fuck do we have to talk? I want to have sex.
1: Yeah, no, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to anybody about my rates. Are you kidding me? That's why I have a website. Go read yes. that. That's. Like, I have no time for that. I'd rather be sucking dick or petting my cats. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to. I don't need to tell grown men my rates when they're on my website.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like these girls will be kind of upset if I ask them about their rates. Mm. I feel like I feel like that because I've like I've gotten that once before.
1: That's very strange to me.
0: Because you're like you're keeping your rates down, but like when I just like. When I have to send one of those shitty texts, I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what are great!" Yeah, because you don't have it to post anywhere. Yeah, I still get like shit from it because really, this only happened once. Oh. Uh, that's but so just,
1: weird. Like, what do they expect? You, like, just to show up and not know how much you m- how much money you need to bring? Like, I don't uh, understand.
0: I, my my guess is they were trying to fucking like I mean, just like up, upsell me.
1: Oh, totally, absolutely. Yeah, so that's a sketchy indicator. <laughs> so tell me, has seeing escorts helped you connect with others in your social life and like giving you more confidence? I think you talked about that a little bit earlier.
0: In a way, the opposite, but like I still more confident. Like I haven't, I think in a lot of relationships in the past and stuff like that, friendships, I felt the need to continue bad friendships or... Uh,
1: friendships that weren't serving you?
0: Yes, serving me, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. It's not like it's serving me, that's like people that put no effort into me and I put effort into them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's and what I mean.
0: Yes, and people I just wasn't happy to be around. Mm-hmm. But like I kept going at it because like I, think, I don't deserve any better mm. because uh, like just bad self esteem and shit yeah. like that. And after like having all this happen, seeing people now, it's like I'm secure with myself and I like the people I like. Yeah, it's 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 a weird cause. The fact I'm not like I'm not being more confident in my social life because I'm like seeing escorts, but like the escorts have provided me a bit more self confidence. Yeah, to have that.
1: Yeah, like I mean. Because you've had good experiences with nice, nice women and that that yeah, makes so you feel good.
0: I don't think I'm like, I, I think I'm moderately good looking, but like some of these girls, <laughs> oh my God. So it's just, it's, it's like, dude, if I have that, then like for like, what, a measly couple hundred? Hell Maybe. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah, and look at all the girls your friends are banging. Probably not tens like these hookers you're
0: banging. <laughs> I mean, out of respect for my friends, I'm not gonna say anything, but
1: <laughs> Nah nah, but I know the answer. I know the you answer. Know the fucking answer. <laughs>
0: it's uh, my my thing is this, like i I had this friend who probably I only have told like this stuff like to a few of my like close friends, my German ones and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Well, like, especially my friend that, like, uses Tinder and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like if he heard that did this, he would call me a pussy and say, get a girl yourself, dumbass.
1: Are you kidding yeah. me? You're having way better sex with it's way just... hotter girls than he ever will.
0: I love this analogy that I've created in my mind. <laughs> it's – most people for sex, it's, like, food. Like, they cook it at home. They take some time with it. They have it whenever they want, but, like – you have to cook it. You have to do a lot of work. That's like relationships. Yep. I like to go to a restaurant and pay for it.
1: That's right. That's and right.
0: Easy. My, my friend is going behind in the dumpster and says, <laughs> oh, look, it's free. It's free. <laughs> oh my god he's just taking what
1: he can get the scraps yes. at the bottom of the
0: dumpster like, you're a sucker because you're paying and i'm looking i got the free fucking food i'm like uh, look at the food you're fucking eating yeah That's who's the,
1: the sucker who's really the sucker we both know <laughs> 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 and you know your friends you, you're so i'm sure all your friends are around your age right Th- their views on these things will change i'm sure over oh, time yes. maybe not but a lot of them i think
0: yeah they have recently they have them it's really nice. well things you get a bit more mature like this is around the age where you start actually having responsibilities and you stop like dealing with bullshit and like of course of course like a lot of my friends as well like, um well i've kind of cut out like the ones that were like bad bad mm-hmm. but like even my friends that like are kind of immature they're still like really improving this person i think i think it's just because of uh i don't know no, that's good i, I
1: mean people I, I, grow
0: up. Lucky, lucky i guess because I've seen a lot of people like that still text you when they're probably like in their forties. Oh yeah. There's
1: yeah. I, I asked some guy, I'm like, do you know how to read? Or I was like, are, do you know how to read or something? And he, I was like, how old are you? Do you, Because you don't know how to read. And he's like, I'm 42. And I'm like, there's no hope for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, here's the thing. Like it's, it's not like it's 2000, like 2004 or something like, It's not acceptable to have text illiteracy now. It's 2020. 2021.
1: Shit. I know, but the thing is, it's just like, oh, so many people are, though, illiterate. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, it's just, I don't know. It's because, I mean, we both have been to university and stuff. We're around people who are educated or yes, pursuing education it. and a lot of people i don't know like the places like i see like farmers or guys they never went to school they didn't care that it's not important they don't you know they don't text people in their spare time you know i
0: guess yes a of people need sex too but like
1: every yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i'm here for just pay me
0: <laughs> i don't know if i get to that point when i'm older where i can't like adapt to the new technologies and just kill me shit.
1: i know I right i know i feel that too ah, so you came up with some good questions actually so how do you think the gen our generation because we're kind of the same generation tom i, I-
0: <laughs> uh, he, no, here's the here, you say that but i've had a like I dated a 24-year-old when I was 18, okay? I know the generational gap and how deep it goes. I know, somewhere. but
1: that person you dated sounded like a complete idiot, so...
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> like a psychopath, but yeah.
1: That, yes, a psychopath. So my question is... Okay, fine. We'll, we'll pretend we're different generations. How do you think your generation views sex work, and how do you think that view has changed from previous
0: generations? I think it's more, like, ignorance. Not looked down upon ignorance, but, like, generally not knowing, because... Your generation
1: or older generations?
0: My generation specifically. It's a genuine, Like, actually, I think it's pretty similar. It's, uh, similar.
1: I see. In my opinion, I think I think sex work is becoming more normalized, especially with you know, like OnlyFans, all that stuff. I think more people know like no porn stars by name, their household names now. You know, like
0: I'm talking specifically about escort work mm,
1: mm-hmm. because, like,
0: I I'm not like like pornography and I think like even though like I've like used like the services and stuff like that before, mm-hmm. it's like I think it's detrimental compared to like uh escort work which i think is very healthy
1: mm-hmm. can be very healthy not always
0: yes, i <laughs> not always saying but i think it in general it's healthier as an alternative yeah but uh i think like because i was talking with my friend like who's one of the most educated guys i know like he's like, one of my closest friends and he said like i said oh yeah i'm seeing an escort and he's just like where the hell did you find this person <laughs> the internet <laughs> did, you, like, did, you go, did you go on the streets And i'm just like no oh. dude, I, like like I showed him like small websites it's like holy mm-hmm. shit there's websites for this shit
1: yeah oh his head was must have been spinning
0: <laughs> one you know, of those guys that like he dates a lot of women
1: oh so, okay okay so he he's like eh. <laughs> he was curious yeah a lot of people have a lot of curiosities about sex work and that's you know why I wanted to make the podcast you think your generation is ignorant to the fact that escorts exist I mean I know you guys all kill no, hookers no, of on course. GTA. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, no, I think they they look at it as more like I guess a dirty business where like it's like exploitation with pimps and stuff like that. And, and, and yeah. in real life, it's more like just a cell phone business shit. Yeah, like, I think with the advent of like the internet and stuff like that, it's difficult for like my generation like to even like text new people.
1: <laughs> you think? Yes, okay. very much. Okay, but everyone's texting everybody off Tinder.
0: Oh, uh, it's different. I think because uh, they think, oh, I have to be like man and go for a girl on Tinder and lie about myself instead of just paying for it
1: yep yep but you know one costs day
0: it costs you more
1: <laughs> one of my favorite quotes is the difference between sex for money and sex for free is that sex for free costs more
0: yeah th- that's the thing like <laughs> it costs you time it t- costs you emotions it Ugh. costs you energy it costs you so much exhausting but I, I barely spent like fucking half my paycheck on a very attractive woman what's the point and i saved the rest of university i'm golden exactly
1: just... exactly no headache no heartbreak
0: yes 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 but uh before we go into the next question i was mm-hmm. like I think that, like, talking about, like, what sex workers, uh, I think, can do with people with autism.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. I totally missed that. You're right. Okay. I, I,
0: remember, I, I just had something I want to say.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. That's a good, that's a good question. So what would you want other escorts to know prior to meeting a client with autism?
0: I feel like they would be, like, wary about it. But here's the thing. Like, you should definitely be, like, um, concise and honest. Very honest. Like, uh,
1: Because you didn't tell me beforehand. You told me once we met.
0: Yes. Like, that it's, like, be honest with the person. Be straight up. Be great. It's fine. But, like, don't be afraid to take the lead and push them into new, like, situations. Like, what I mean by mm-hmm. that is don't try to, like, ask them what they want. Just try to, like, guide them.
1: Mm-hmm. Take because, the lead.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because you want
1: the escort to take the lead.
0: Here's the thing. Like, I don't usually like that in normal life. But when I'm paying somebody, I, they're the professional. And I like yeah. them to take the lead. And yeah, I, think I agree. most people with autism feel that uh, it's better. Because I can juxtapose two different sessions I've had. One was, like, a poor one where, like, the girl told me, what do you want? What do you want? Like, what do I do? And I'm just, like... I I don't know because I'm really inexperienced. It was the second girl I ever, like, saw. But, like, one of the best sessions I've ever had was when the girl just, like, I said, I don't really know what I want right here. She just fucking mauled my face. (laughs) That's the thing. She just, like, came in and kissed me. She just, like, and it was the best session, like, one of the best sessions I've honestly ever had because it just, they pushed me into a new, like, place that was uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, because you wouldn't have done that yourself maybe or, you know.
0: But now, the thing is, now I would because I now have the experience. It's not uncomfortable in the way where, like, I feel like a level of discomfort. I mean, yeah, yeah. like... Like a situation. good, good discomfort. Yes, a good discomfort. Yes. And I just, I don't want escorts to feel wary about meeting someone with autism and think, oh, God, I have to tread on, like, ground.
1: Yeah, you know, no.
0: know. I think just the only thing to be wary is, like... Sometimes we're a bit like too honest about stuff and we do not try to be mean and stuff. We just say things because we think them.
1: Yeah, there's like no filter. But I like that because I don't have a filter either.
0: I think escorts would appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And like, I, you know, I had an experience one time. Some guy was emailing me to book and like he showed up and I kind of was getting weird vibes through the emails. And so this guy shows up and he, he's like sketching me out. Like he was so nervous. I don't know. He brought in this big backpack and I was like, what's in the backpack? He was like, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, how about, I'm like, how about you hand me this backpack? And he was just acting so sketchy. I actually thought he was on drugs. I just w- wasn't sure. And I like, m- I had my guard up and I, there was something in me just saying, okay, this guy needs to go. So I'm like, okay, like I'm very uncomfortable. I think you got to leave. And this guy's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm autistic. And then I I felt bad because he didn't tell me beforehand. And like, my best friend has a kid with autism. And I have I've met other clients with autism, too. So it wasn't my first experience. But in that circumstance, I kind of wish I would have known beforehand because it was his first experience with an escort too so that's like why he was nervous and stuff but I just I was like what is this what's going on with this guy like I just didn't know right and then I felt bad
0: just because someone's autistic doesn't make them immune from being a weirdo sometimes
1: that's true no this guy yeah because there was other things that happened after I met this guy another time and I was like okay I asked my friend who has the autistic kid and I was like is this an autism thing because I wasn't trying to be an asshole but I just didn't know and she's like no and I'm like okay so so yeah, this guy was kind of weird it's, also.
0: <laughs> like, okay, a lot of not- autistic people have been non but like... This guy was verbal. The thing is, the fact that he didn't say anything, he's like, he was weird about it. That's just, it was strange because yeah. people, the thing is, like, people thought this was like if you asked what's in the bag, he would tell you exactly what like if you t- asked me what's in that bag i tell you every single fucking item in that bag
1: true true yeah and he didn't and i just thought this guy like had a gun in his fucking backpack or something like i don't know right like my guard's up and when he's like acting all weird and sketchy i'm like oh yeah,
0: that's just strange like yeah. if, if you had like a really good session afterwards i don't understand but like as the way you're telling it it was a strange session.
1: it was very strange i met him twice it's yeah i kind of told the story on another episode, I didn't mention that he had autism, but he was just pushing boundaries, not listening, like, just kind of yes. not, like, just, and I was like, is that an autism thing, like, not no, listening? That's and, called an asshole. Yeah, that's because I just, I didn't know, and I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but then afterwards, like, it just became so much, I was like, I can't do this, like, we're leaving, like, me and my, we were doing a duo, me and my girlfriend, I'm like, this isn't right, like, I wouldn't let... Anybody get away with things that many times? But I just didn't know if it was like, you know.
0: Yeah, I know. But so you're telling me this motherfucker to- chose a duo for his first time? No, he saw me once by
1: myself, and then we talked about a duo, and then, um, yeah, that's that's what happened. So the second time I saw him, it was for a duo. Yeah, it's, it's a long story. If I next time I see you, I'll tell you about it. It was oh, it was, it was a doozy. It was such I'm a doozy. Gonna,
0: I'm gonna write that then. when I pick up uh, I What are
1: you? Oh my god, it's a long story. I, I don't think he's like. I pissed him off because we left early, but I was like, man, you're pushing boundaries. This is a horrible, weird situation. I just, I don't know. Uh,
0: I guess I'm happy to be raising the bar for all autistic. Oh, people totally. People no, like
1: I, I have other guys that I talk to regularly, like that see That are my clients. They're super cool. And one of them I actually texted and asked if anything I should ask you. So oh, really, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's so exciting. Let me know when the episode is up. <laughs> and so I guess another question that you had, uh, did you have any misconceptions about sex work before... You biting the bullet.
0: I thought people would be more cynical. I am damage. cynical. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, the thing is, you're you're good humored. Yes. Like, thank okay, you. You. okay. You okay? You probably think you're cynical, but like I've been around the block with a lot of cynical people. <laughs> okay. Like, well, that you makes me feel mo- better. You are moderate. Like you are like okay. you're. Like I, I, I think I mentioned this too. Like we had a conversation about this. Like mm-hmm. uh, you're very good humored about it. Like you like see what's what. Like, yes. Cynical is being to me like especially because i used to be really cynical it's being a depressive shit for no reason ah. because you've had bad experiences so you choose to make every other person's bad experience gotcha bad. yes okay you are real i think you like you're very honest and mm-hmm. straightforward it could be seen as cynical but you're good natured yeah. because i've read a lot of uh, sex work or twitter and a lot of it seems very cynical like that a is lot true that is and true i get it i get like i get it but i think also like there's a point you know i
1: think i used to come off more that way in the past and i see girls doing it now and i'm just like girl you're losing out you're gonna scare guys away because when i'm engaging in maybe sort of a cynical way i want to do it with humor not to like put anyone on blast but because i think it's funny and yeah it's part of my humor but when girls are just like bashing guys online for pretty much no reason like it's eh. it's strange
0: i once found a group of girls like looking at a uh, Tinder going through and like making fun of guys' appearances on Tinder. I like,
1: that's so mean. No,
0: don't worry. I, uh, <laughs> here's the thing I asked the girl, like, how long you've been on Tinder, and she said a year, and I said, how many dates have you been on, and she said, one in my life.
1: Oh, so, yeah. Well, so what's she doing wrong?
0: Because
1: <laughs> girls should be able oh. to get dates on Tinder, unfortunately.
0: Well, she was uh, looking for other girls. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's so sad. It was sad because I'm just like, Jesus Christ. How do you expect to ever have a relationship, dumbass?
1: Yeah, I mean, these people are young. They'll have to. Take their heads out of their asses one day, or stay forever cynical and mean and <laughs> alone.
0: This is like past year, I've been realizing like, okay, like eighteen and nineteen, like that's the years when you realize. Like, you're probably an adult in the same age group as a bunch of kids.
1: Sometimes. I'm 24, and I still feel that way well, <laughs> sometimes.
0: Say, <yeah. laughs> like, all of us are, like, I guess, like, it's weird to say, but, like, all of us are still, like, kids in a way because we're all still the same person. It's we're just,
1: all faking it till we make it. You know, nobody knows what they're doing, I oh, think.
0: Nobody knows. That's one thing all kids have to go through is realize that their parents know, don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's
1: true. It's true. <laughs> but
0: there's, there's okay. I think it's less about, like, maturity. more about, well, It is about maturity, mm-hmm. but it's more about... Um, self-acceptance i think and like being comfortable with yourself
1: yeah totally totally and like being being uh, secure in yourself as a person and doing the best you can with the tools that you're given and you know stuff like that
0: you see more of these people like more of those people that, i guess you saw it in my high school but you never paid attention to it because everybody was like that but like mm-hmm. once you start like going university and then you see people like that you're just like man what are you doing
1: yep and some things just don't change tom i'm telling you now <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> I still I see men in their forties. I think, what are you doing? So, <laughs> yeah. Another question I thought was good is, how do you think escort work will evolve with the progression of like online sex work in the coming years?
0: I think it'll actually grow. You because, think
1: you think escort work will grow or online yes, work?
0: Yes, because the thing about like specifically like even like only fans stuff, it's growing increasingly saturated. Oh, totally. It's like everybody their mother has one. And yep. The, the thing about that is that's going to create a bubble like less people are i see less and less people making money on fans mm-hmm. because there's too many no
1: too. It's true yep. yep it's hard and even even with escorting even compared to when i started to now there's so many more girls and there's so many more traveling girls even that like more and more people are turning to sex work whether that's online or in person and especially because of the pandemic and people losing their jobs there's so so many ads and I think the difference is a lot of these people think that it's easy and are in it to quick to make a quick buck and that's not how it works uh, anymore. You're not gonna post an ad and get a million texts and make fifteen hundred bucks a day when you're yes. new. You're just not. These
0: like they, they kind of look at it as like like I think some people like, look at it as like OnlyFans work, like things like, Oh, I can just post pictures and guys will just give me money. Nope. And that's not true. That does not happen. Typically the guy that's paying the CU actually wants like the CU. They don't want just the picture, like they want to mm-hmm. see you, so you have to put an effort.
1: Yeah, and that's like for me on OnlyFans, I did all right for a few months on there, but I already had a following. It's these girls, you know, they don't have a following. They're building from nothing. It's so hard to like find people to be even buy your content. And then you have to engage with your followers to make them come back because anyone can post a picture of their tits on OnlyFans. It's, you got to make them stay and want more. Not
0: to be judgmental, to these people. Mm-hmm. These, like, these certain people are the ones that are like the most like, Worse texters, like <laughs> worse the uh, like providers generally, yep. because they put no effort into it because they think it's easy. It's exactly the thing is it's not. It's not. It could be so crushing, but like <laughs> it's like like if you know what you're doing, like it can be pretty like like a good job yes totally
1: if it is what you make of it and yeah it's the girls that put zero effort into anything and think that it's easy money think that they don't have to care they don't have to like keep clients coming back you know it's the girls that i see they're changing their name every three months
0: i've seen it you know
1: it's like it's because they're ripping people off or not giving good service nobody wants to come back they think it's just easy money like and it's not like it's hard work it's hard work to build a brand and build a following and be consistent and get people to want to come and see you again like you know most escorts who are successful make all their money off of people who return to see them they're regulars it's not new guys it's people that want
0: to come back every time Uh, one thing just that scares me with that it's like there's probably like some like this this new influx of people there's probably some good and bad to Mm -hmm. it. the bad is like it's giving a bad name to a lot of like sex work as well and it's giving like turning a lot of guys away if they have bad experiences
1: yeah, but, you know, at the same time, I think those guys didn't do the research in the first yes. place. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, of course. A lot of those guys who didn't do the research are just first-timers, and, of course, like, no, not No, every- no,
1: they're not first-timers, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, okay, yes, that's yes, probably. <laughs>
1: well, but- it's like, and these girls won't make it in this business very long once they're not making any money and nobody will see them, so they won't be here very long, and they'll go do something else. Of
0: course. Even as much as we wish that all, like, clients would text in a very concise mm-hmm. manner, you're going to get a lot of clients, like, who, like, Don't know what the fuck they're doing and don't do research, but they're still, you know, paying your bills. And, like, if you can't, like, if you're not like you and you have, like, the choice to, like, reject them, then, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to make Mm -hmm. do. And you don't want, like, even as bad as these fucking texters are, you still don't want them to leave the market.
1: No, no, it's true. And it's like, but, and then the thing with that is if you're seeing guys that you don't like, like that's exhausting, like seeing guys yes. that are, you know, you don't get along with because I genuinely like most people I see. And like I said, if, if I don't like somebody and they want to come see me again, I, I, I'm i busy that day, you know, like I, I won't <laughs> yeah. see them again, but it's, you know, and I can imagine for girls that are new or less established when they have to see the guys that they don't like, it's it's tough because, you know, sometimes I do see guys that I don't like a lot, but that's, very, it's very rare,
0: honestly. Yes. But obviously like, I would say is like but like if that new influx of new people like would probably shine a better light on you or like uh, good providers, I guess. Like it would like it would make a good like juxtaposition. They would like show like okay, like these per- people like don't have anything on their ads and these people have a lot. So I think like it would make newer people more inclined to pick you than them.
1: You would think, you would think. And sometimes that is what happens, like in my experience. Guys that's, see my ads and they hmm. like you did, or you know, I see them. Yeah, but some guys, I don't know, sometimes they just they're not Thinking that way. <laughs> They're just looking I at guess. the pictures. <laughs> I
0: suppose. I just feel like if like every single escort was like a very like high-end escort like like I think especially this is I, I guess just fucking the like economics class now. Like if <laughs> like I think you still like need in the marketplace like people who are a bit cheaper.
1: Well, yeah, because if, if everyone's high end, then nobody's high-end.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, And like people like for competition, they have to like start cutting prices and that means less income. So it, I think it to a degree it's good that there's a new influx, but it also like can have a lot of downsides.
1: Yeah, I mean like for me personally because I've been around so long I'm not too worried about it, but even yesterday my girlfriend who's also an escort she sent me a text of like a screenshot from Leo List, and all the ads were like 200 bucks for an hour and she's like if this is where this business is going I don't want to be in it. But like this yeah. is this those are the kind of prices that happen in bigger cities like Toronto and Vancouver. Like that's the going rate now because there was such a huge influx of of escorts. So now, you know, that those prices are moving inland to Alberta and Saskatchewan, so.
0: No, but hopefully that means there's a big influx of clients
1: hopefully uh well i mean i'm not lowering my rates to that
0: you shouldn't because like there's no competition
1: look at me yeah
0: yeah (laughs) again like not to hype you up so much but you're kind of like on the top of the mountain with this (laughs) like you're you you are like a very well like renowned escort i think like well thanks
1: geez pumping my tires today tom (laughs) (laughs) no i know i do think i i I agree with you like i don't think i'm the I don't think I'm better than anybody else, but I do know that I put in a lot of effort and I care about what I'm doing.
0: Like there's, there's a reason like you like have a, like a, there's a reason you can pick picky with clients. There's a reason mm-hmm. for it. Like mm-hmm. I know you want to say like, "Oh, I want to be humble, but you're good at what you do." So <laughs> like you shouldn't undercut, but like, like bigger cities and like that, it, I guess just that's the way economics work.
1: Yeah, I mean, and now when I go like I go work in Vancouver and I advertise on Twitter and guys pay my normal rates. Like I don't because there are people that will pay my rates in those yes. places because I I don't know, like I'm established online and you're I have followers from those places. But if I were to just start out and charge those, those rates, I don't think no, I would have a good time doing that. I don't think anyone would see the new girl who's trying to charge four hundred bucks an hour, and there there's nothing online about them. They'd-
0: I've actually seen this a bit, like um, like some newer girls. Like it, it's kind of a situation where you like, like, of course, I'm not a sex worker, so I wouldn't know. But it's mm-hmm. I, from looking at it from like from what I know, but economics it's kind of like you have to bite the bullet, honestly, if you're a new person, mm-hmm. probably like deal with like a bit lower rate because if you like, I've seen this, like some girls like uh, are getting like good client, like a lot of clients, because the rates are just a little bit too high because they're not like well known. And like, of course they should value themselves as much as they think they should, but it's probably difficult business.
1: I mean, the thing is for me, I would rather see, for example, let's say three people for like a thousand dollars a day rather than see five for a thousand dollars. Like I'm just, I don't, Uh
0: (laughs) less is uh more. I, I just suppose, like, some people don't have that option. It's true.
1: It's true. Well, Tom, this was awesome. I really enjoyed having you on the podcast. Do you have anything else to add? Oh,
0: not specifically, no. no. No? I just, thank you. Oh, yeah. I have to uh, fucking thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, almost forgot. I, was, I So rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, hey, that's how I am.
1: No, <laughs> you're I'm, not rude at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's um thank you like i appreciate the vote of confidence the fact that we've only seen the chapter like a few times it's just
1: no i think you're a cool guy and i think that it would be super interesting for people to listen and you know, for other people with autism you know i think it's really cool yeah
0: i hope so. i hope so i hope the macroeconomics and the autism don't turn people off
1: Nah, nah, they'll listen anyways. And just like it's nice to have a, yeah, a noun- it. and it's nice to have a young guy's perspective too. And someone so young and someone who you know lost their virginity to an escort, I think it's cool, and people will be interested in hearing. So, well,
0: yeah, to you, you posted a tweet about it. <laughs>
1: yep, and it got Continue a lot of it. likes. <laughs> Everyone was happy for you, Tom. <laughs> I know. I- All right, well, that concludes the interview portion with Tom. Just a big thanks to Tom again for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And. If you guys made it this far, I know this was a longer episode than usual. Thank you for listening. Thank you for everyone's great feedback. Make sure if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give me five stars. We made it to the charts this week. I'm number 15 on the sexuality charts for Canada. So I don't know if that's good or not, but... Hey, anything helps, so make sure you give me a review and subscribe. And next week, my friend Leah Lawrence is going to be joining me and she's going to be talking about uh, her incident where she was recorded without her knowledge and ended up going to the police and, yeah, getting some guy in major trouble. So make sure you tune in next week and see you next time. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of No Life Skills. Follow Ashlyn on social media at No Life Skill or at Adore Ashlyn. Be sure to like, comment, and hit that subscribe button. We'll see you on the next show.